Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through the day. Now here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place where you can find light and life, love and joy, and hopefully a little bit of laughter down the road, a place where you can believe in what is possible for your life. Today, I have the great honor to have a returning guest, Sandy Schilling, back with me today, and we are going to talk all about QNRT, and Sandy will be telling you about that because I don't know anything about that. So welcome to the broadcast, Sandy. Thank you, sweetheart, for inviting me again. Oh, thank you for being willing to be with me again. I appreciate this so much. So Sandy, first of all, can you tell us what QNRT stands for and just what it is, just an overview of what QNRT is? QNRT stands for Quantum Neural Release Therapy. As some of your previous um, speakers on some of these podcasts have talked about, that their energy, their emotions, their hurt, they knew caused physical illness in them. And as you know, I am ready to jump into anything. You know, I was doing, you know, chiropractic and acupuncture and oils, all that kind of stuff. And then a friend of mine talked about this, this QNRT and go, fine, you know, let's jump into it because of some trauma in my past. A lot of people with childhood um, traumas and people that have been adopted. Oh, interesting. Have a lot of stuff that has stayed inside them as a negative energy. So what this practitioner that I have seen in downtown Minneapolis or off of Minneapolis, she goes and muscle tests you. So it's no questioning. It's not questioning to her. She asks your body, where do you want to start? And does she ask you out loud? Does she ask that question to your body out loud? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then she muscle tests you. So you stick your arm out and then she'll test you. Is it in this part of your brain? Is it in that part of your brain? Is it in that part of your brain? So so she asks you that question. And then she also goes, well, where is it in your organ? What Mm -hmm. organ is it? And so she starts asking your body certain questions and she can test you by muscle testing where and what needs to go. And then she also asks you, um, is it from age you know, zero to five, five to 10? Is it, she keeps on asking you what age it is. Okay. So then when she goes, it's this age. And then it's kind of like a little switch goes on inside your brain. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, when I was 21, when I was 35, when I was four, those kind of things. So yeah. it's definitely an onion peeling process. Yes. Your body only allows so much to be revealed. And that's where I started with her and a huge game changer for me. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. And it makes sense that only so much can be revealed at a time. Otherwise it'd be so overwhelming. You would just be a puddle of mush, right? I mean, it would be too much to be able to take in. I think your body would go into shock. So when you start this and she starts asking you questions, does she always ask about where is it in the brain? Is yep. that like a starting point to yep. start with the, the yep. brain because yep. of holding the memory in the brain? It's usually in the brain stem first, the very primitive areas first that okay. start, that come, that come out. And it just sounds kind of wacko, but when I had such healing things happen to me, I go, this is huge. Yeah. Huge. Because I've always been, what's wrong with me here? Now, what's wrong with me here? What's wrong with me here? It's emotions. Yeah. And those emotions can be either positive or negative. And for me, they were negative because I stuck them in me. Yeah. And shoved them down. Shoved, 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 shoved. Yeah. So my first thing, I I could get my papers out. but So she writes down things that we started out with. And for sure, it was in a brainstem. And for me, it's always been kind of men issues, you know, with my father. type of thing. So then she would test me and then she would put a little laser on a certain organ where it was. And a lot of times it was a lot of liver and it was a lot of pancreas for me for some reason. Okay. I don't know what that had to to deal with, but um, my first couple were okay. It's like, 
well, so I'm done. Like, what does that mean? So my third one was the most powerful one. Okay. So she got this laser thing in my brain and then she tested me. It's like, it's another man issue. And then she um, tested my age, you know, five to 10, 10 to five, and then, you know, 20 to 25. And it was that. The 20 to 25 was the place that you're locked up now. And she's asking you this question while the laser is on your brain. Yeah. yeah. She just puts a laser like here, here, here. Oh, it's in your brainstem. And then, and then she goes, where is it? You know, she starts with your thyroid, your heart, your pancreas, your liver. And then it was my uterus. Oh, well, isn't that interesting? Yeah. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell her right what happened to me. Yeah. So she and muscle tests me. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Because I think that we, I think that so many of us put on this huge facade that our life oh. is so wonderful and perfect and the picket fence and the everything in my, in my life is so good. Yeah. And then so many people go through life suffering oh. and thinking that everybody has it together and I'm the only one that's screwed up and no. it's so not true. And no. it's not even screwed up. It's just that there's so many things. Yep. It is the lay. It's the onion. It, it's so many yeah. layers that are so densely packed together that it's not these thick pieces that all I have right. to do is take off 10 or 12 layers and, and I can discover the problem. Right. Those are thin, thin layers and we have to pull back a ton of stuff. So I think we heal the world by allowing ourselves to be authentic and vulnerable and saying, this is what happened to me. This is what I discovered. And this is how good my life is now. Even though there's still stuff that I'm working through, we're all working through something. And we will forever until the day that we're no longer on this planet. And that's why I feel, I feel everyone should do this, QNRT, everyone. So I have a daughter, as you know, she's 27 years old. She calls a spade a spade. She doesn't (laughs) keep anything inside. She just kind of, you know, you just made me mad and I'm not happy about it. And it's like, you know, thank goodness she's opposite of me. She just, uh, you know, gets rid of the crap. Yeah. Well, she was having thyroid issues slash goiter slash a dilated esophagus and go, hey, Greta, you should try this. So she's up for it. Yeah. Eight sessions she went with. So here's this person who doesn't shove crap in like I do. Right. She got rid of her goiter in eight, in eight sessions wow. doing QNRT. Wow. But what had happened is when she was in fourth grade, she had a teacher that wasn't very nice to her and she had some issues. She was an early de- developer and they found out like, you know, age nine, there was something that happened then and it was age 12. And then so she goes, mom, what happened when I was 12? Like, oh, what happened when I was So just these things like with a teacher yeah, that she kept inside that she felt inadequate or something like that. So and a lot of it was with her thyroid yeah. came up and I'm sorry, but her goiter's gone. Yeah. In eight sessions. How does that work? Right. Right. Okay. Talk. And now I've got a, I've got a 24 year old son who has OCD issues big oh. time. He was having, I'm sorry, Kurt, I'm talking about you. Maybe there's nobody, <laughs> um, in a loving way to help I know, the world. I know. Yes. Having huge girlfriend issues and he mm. was just beating himself up and he's kind of up like me, shove stuff inside. I go, Kurt, if you want to get rid of this, you've got to go to this QNRT and I'm paying for it. Yeah. So we went there and I go, how are things going? Afterwards I go, well, what happened all at this age and that age? And I go, I go, maybe this, maybe that. And he wasn't really getting it like my daughter. Yeah. But you know what? He's a different man. Yeah. Oh, from going to it. Yes. During the thing, during the process, he goes, no, I can't tell a difference. I can't tell a difference. He's a different man. Yeah. He goes, I don't need a woman right now. I don't want a woman right now. I don't want drama right now. Yeah. And I really feel like his little clicks and, you know, looking up and and that kind of thing are very, very minimal now. Yeah. So I know this helped him, but he didn't have a childhood like I did. Yeah. But you just have certain issues going on, yeah. you know, that trigger things and you don't realize the Absolutely. stuff that, that, you know, a teacher, a relative, an aunt, an uncle, whoever, a policeman, I don't know, whatever. Absolutely. It stays in you. Yes. Yes. And when, and when it happens, when we're young, we have no filter <gasps> exactly. and we can't process that information and you take it on as truth and you believe it. And then just the way that we are set up in that particular activating system, yeah. looking for everything to confirm that, that I'm not worthy. I'm not smart enough. I can't do math, whatever yeah. it is. And you, then we're deliberately subconsciously looking for that 
because, because we need that. The brain needs to know that this is familiar, that we are in a oh, safe place and it doesn't yeah. care if it's, if this is an empowering thought or a disempowering thought. Wow. Wow. I know. So I know. was Greta taking medication for the thyroid at all prior to doing the letter? No. Oh, okay. Okay. No, we did acupuncture with you. Okay. All and right. that's why she loved going to you. Yeah. I because, love Greta. Yeah. And then she was having heart palpitations and stuff too while she was in school. I was like, hell no. Are we going to go to the emergency room and have put, have them put you on drugs? Hell no. Yeah. So acupuncture and then, I mean, just, she's so young and just, yeah. you know, three rounds of acupuncture. She was way better. So yeah. no, we don't do pharmaceuticals in our house. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> And nothing, nothing, no. because some people need to, there's different medication that works very well for things, but it's way too easy to go into the doctor and the first thing you hear is, we'll take this pill. So I read, this is completely off the subject, yeah. but 11 years ago, I had this weird lung thing that came up out of nowhere. I mean, it was just weird where literally I couldn't breathe and Oof. I woke up in the middle of the night and could not catch my breath and my husband had to take me to the mm. emergency ward. And we're there and they run every test imaginable. And then I have to go and do all of the pulmonary tests. Yeah. And I'm doing all of these different tests. They can't come up with anything. Mm -hmm. They have no idea what is going on. So they put me on some kind of medication. Now I was on prednisone and then something else. Ooh. And it's like, what's this for? And they're like, well, there's just something going on. We don't know for sure what it is. And it's like, well, what's the diagnosis? Like, well, we really don't know what to call it. So it was something to do with the mold that would be in... It like a, in a sauna or oh, where hot tubs are, public hot tubs, where there's some kind of a mold or a fungus that's in there. Yeah. I'm not in a sauna and I'm not in a hot tub. It's like, so how can I have this diagnosis? And literally the doctor said, we don't know what the hell is going on, but we have to give you something. Oh yeah. And it was like, what? And at that time I took it because I didn't know any better. Do you have grief going on? And not at that time. Lung is grief. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But not at that time, which is really interesting. And I would really have to, to pay a ton of attention to everything that was happening in, yeah. you know what? I'll have to look at that closer because maybe there was some grief stuff that was going on at that time. I'll have to go back and look at that closer, but it was so interesting how it was the thing, take this medication. We don't know why we're giving it to you. And we're giving you, yeah. giving it a name that you're not even in this environment. We're going to say that's what it is. Cause we don't know what else Let's to call treat it. the symptom, but we're not going to figure out what the cause is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry. Yeah. But it all turned out good. I mean, I'm healthy. Yeah. My lungs are good. All of that stuff is good. But if we circle back to when you discovered mm -hmm. that it was the womb, right? Or the uterus, mm -hmm. the uterus. Mm -hmm. Do you want to share that or is yes. it entirely too okay. personal? <clears throat> nope. Nope. I'm ready. So as my last podcast, I said that, um, through, um, um, EFT emotional freedom tapping yeah, and a therapist, I recalled my episode when I was 21, I was sexually molested slash raped and I totally didn't remember that. Yeah. And then it just came out like, Whoa. So then our, my third session, it came up again with mm. this QNRT, Jody um, lawyer. And, um, so she goes, it's in your uterus. This emotion is, I go, well, it's, you know, sounds I'm sure it's probably the right place for it to be. Yeah. So she did this, um, this um, laser to the head and then muscle tested me. But then during this time, while she's testing me, she writes out several phrases. I am not empowered by men. I am empowered by myself. I will not allow a man to ever hurt me again. It's always positive things. And I have to say this while she's doing this. And some of those words were very difficult for me to say. You had to say this when she was while muscle she, testing? Yes. Okay. And while she's lasering my uterus and while she's tapping on my head. And during this time, it's like emotional, um, it's like EMDR to, to a, your eye movement thing type of thing. She has you looking up and puffing your cheeks out and sticking your tongue out. So you've got some stuff going on neural wise while you're also saying this. Well, she tells you how to do it yeah. and she tells you how to say these words. So for me, I think I had to say these words probably six times mm. to finally, she calls it locking in, meaning that feels true to your brain. Cause when you first say it's like, that's bullshit. You know, I don't feel that way. It's like, no men scare me, you know, like had all this trauma in the past. So anyway, during, I had to say this like six different times. I've should have gotten those words that I had ever had to say, but they were um, so powerful because it, it hurt me when I had to say that. So 
finished my session, it's maybe 25 minutes or something like that. And she's a sweet, sweet lady, just lovely yeah. like you are. So I walked to my car, I was like, oh my God, like, oh, I feel like I've got menstrual cramps and I'm not, I don't have my period anymore. Oh I was like, no. What the heck? It's like, this is painful. So I get home, it takes me, you know, 35 minutes to get home and I have a hard time breathing. Like I had to lean over. It's like, <gasps> so I text her, go, what is going on? Because I am having a hard time breathing and I have these menstrual cramps. She goes, oh, girlfriend, this is a big release for you. Oh. So during the day, it got worse. It's like, wow. I have never had a panic attack ever in my life. Yeah. It's like, I'm leaning over. I'm having a hard time breathing. I'm going, What? Why is this going on? I feel like I'm in an igloo and I can't get out of it. It's like, oh, what is going on? It's like, and then my husband was like, how can I help you? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how, to, how you can help me. So finally at seven o'clock at night, he got a bonfire going. I go, let's just sit by the bonfire. It's like a bonfire. I've got my waterfall. So when he got the fire going, I literally was like, <sighs> like breathing out this stuff, breathing out this energy, breathing, releasing this energy that was coming out of me. And finally, about, a, about half an hour after, like just releasing this stuck, negative, sucking energy, I was able to release it. Oh, wow. What did that feel like when you felt that release? Oh. Yeah. If you were on video, because your body just completely sank into that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a huge release. Yeah. So then, then she texted me the next day, how are you doing? Because mm. she was very concerned. Because she knew it was a big one for me. I go, yeah. I'm way better. Yeah. And ever since then, it feels as if my soul can talk. Mm. My soul can be heard. Like I'm not trying to protect it. Like I'm not hiding anymore. Like like there's no more darkness in there. Oh wow. I know. Wow. I know. It was huge for me. So after that, I was like, holy crap. That was all physical. Yeah. Physical. Yeah. Because of something I've kept in there for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, I, I ended, think I ended up seeing her by maybe 12 or 13 times. And then the ones after that weren't as painful. But there was a couple one more that um, were because of my father, you know, crap like that. I think there was a couple ones in my lungs and my kidney too that were released, but that was the biggest one Yeah, that I felt. Holy smokes. Yeah. This was huge. So I knew it was doing something. Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. and is it common for it to be that painful for you? Maybe let me rephrase that. Mm -hmm. Is it because it was so deep in you? Because so the uterus in Chinese medicine, I mean, you're, it's the yin of the yin. You are deep right? It's, it's just like the deepest you can get in here. So when it's that place that you're trying to excavate from such a deep place inside and then to release it from the body, is that the biggest reason that it was so painful? And then the years on top of it? Both of them. Yep. Yeah. The years and the unknowing that it was there. Yeah. You know, like three, four years ago, I found out about it. Like, whoa. And then, and then I had to say nothing to Jory. She just like your body is going, okay, we're ready. You are ready to release this. And so she just keeps on going and, and um, asks your body what it wants. And your body is so smart. Yeah. It's ready. So do I recommend somebody jumping in right away and releasing? No, but she's such a very safe yeah. um, person. And then we're ready to, to rock and roll. So, so then after that, though, I, I took um, a couple weeks off. It's like, you know, yeah. what is this going to do to me? And I just feel that I'm a much more calmer, confident person. Yeah. That it's okay to have imperfections. None of us are perfect. Absolutely. No. And that's a big one for you, isn't it? The imperfections? Yes. Yeah. I know. And I think it helped my relationship with my husband too, mm. for sure. Because I'm softer. Yeah. But you know what? Another thing though? Mm. I'm not taking any more bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be saying Oh, no, you're fine. You can say okay. anything you want. It's a podcast. You can okay. say anything you want to say. Yeah. It's like, it's like I'm not taking any more of that stuff because I don't want it. From any, you're not talking just your husband. You're talking no, from anybody. From friends, relatives, sisters, brothers. Well, I don't talk to my brothers very often, but um, 
no, I don't need it yeah. and I don't want it. Yeah. And, and am, am I a person that's like my daughters that can, can say that? No, I'm just going to go, I'm just not going there. Yeah. yeah. But do I want to quarrel about it or have an argument or a discussion? Pretty much not. But I'm just going to, it's not coming in me anymore. I'm not right. allowing it because I don't want it there anymore. Right. And not doing the things that you don't want to do just oh. because this is how I'm supposed to do it. Or exactly. if I don't do that, then they're going to say this or that's what's expected of me. And yeah. I'm just not yeah. doing that anymore. No. Yeah. I know. And it's a really nice, calm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So is it a maintenance? Because when was the last mm -hmm. time that you went in and had a, a session with probably two months ago. Okay. Yes. It's a maintenance thing. Okay. I, I think what happens is when you start feeling imbalanced, you know, I would probably go to you, but I feel that my emotions are much more, um, create physical. Absolutely. To me. So then it's a, it's a maintenance thing thing for, to me now. So, um, my daughter doesn't feel like she needs to go there anymore okay. because she's got other stuff going on. So yes, it's a maintenance thing. And do I recommend everybody going there? Absolutely. Yeah. Because you have no idea what's hiding. Right. Well, and that's just it because if you can't see it and you're not aware of it, yeah. you have no idea that any of that stuff is even happening. Right. Yeah. And that thing that repeats over and over oh, and over again, what is my problem? Why does this come up all the time? And now I feel like I'm kind of like you. It's like, no, I'm not going there anymore. Yeah. No, it's not working for me anymore. No, I don't want that negative crap in me anymore. No, I don't want that negative stuff around me. Yeah. And I can say no. Yeah. Yeah. And doesn't that feel empowering to say no and then not second guess yourself? Or are you, is there still a little piece that wants to second guess the no? Or are you no. leaning into that? No. Oh, I'm empowering. Way more empowering. Yeah. Confidence. Isn't that funny? It's beautiful. I, know. I just love that. I know. And I would, I would never thought, I was like, I've always been working on my body, you know, mind, body, spirit, body, 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 body. body. And then going, okay, spirit. Yeah, I'm, I've been doing spirit. But mind, yeah, the power of your mind, as you talk oh. about Joe Dispenza and all that kind of stuff. Oh my goodness, the mind. Absolutely. And is it easy to work on? No. <laughs> it's like a cement block. It is. It is. And the thing that's so interesting with the mind too is only 5% of what we're doing is from the conscious mind. Yeah. The other part is 95% yeah. where the conscious mind is just doing, and, and we think we're in control, but no, we're not. It's the, it's the subconscious mind doing it. That's looking for those things that are familiar. That reminds you who you are. I really feel this QNRT is working on the subconscious. Yeah. Oh, it has to be. It has to be. Absolutely. It's releasing that crap that's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're just so done. It's like, I want to, I want to be done with this. Well, this is how you do it. Yeah. Yep. And this is really. new. This is this QNRT is new. There's not a whole lot of um, practitioners out there, but oh man, do we need more of them? Yeah. So we what do you have to do? Do you know what the qualifications are to be a QNRT there's practitioner? A, there's a practitioner, I think down in Missouri or something like that. And then each time you go there, it just enables your practice. And this Jody has tons of credentials. Um, I, I'm not sure why at all, but, but anyway, getting back to Jody, she's occupational therapist. She's a cranial sacral release person. Mm. She does, um, essential oils, a very loving person who yeah. has had trauma in her past and she speaks about it too. Awesome. Doesn't that help to know that you're not going to this person that's so perfect because oh. most people get into the line of work that helps to heal them because that's what you're most interested in. You know that there's something inside of you that needs to be healed. Yeah. And so you tend to seek that out. And then usually because you're gaining so much information and healing, yeah. then you go on to help other people in the, in the same forum of, of the way that you were able yeah. to be helped. Yeah. Yeah. So you pay for a package with her. It's like, for me, it's like, I know I had issues. So I paid a package of 11 and I know your HSA account can, can pay for that. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. But it's, it's a little spendy, but yeah. you know what? Is your health worth it? Oh my Is God. your mind worth it? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. If you're struggling with crap. Yeah. 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 Especially if you're saying to yourself, 
Why does this keep happening? Why do I keep feeling like this? Why does nothing change? And if you can't pinpoint and find that thing that is going on, you're going to keep reliving it. It's just going to stay with you. And you don't know why. You have absolutely no No. idea why. No. No. So when you go in, so the, the whole time, how long does the session take? Is it 30 Uh, minutes? 20 minutes. That's it for the whole entire session. Yeah. One session. Wow. Yeah. Fast. Wow. So you first go into her very lovely office and she'll sit down and you just kind of talk a little bit and say, how are things going? You know, what's going on? And then I think it just kind of your body kind of relaxes a little bit and then, okay, we're ready to release this. So then just, she just asks you, you know, how how life is going. And then she go over and do do a chair and then she asks your body what it needs. And And just by muscle testing, she's getting the answer. So your, your analytical mind can't even get into the, in the way of of what the discovery is because your body doesn't lie. But the funny thing is though, is like, I'm not really thinking about anything. I get, I get out of the car. I was like, Oh, maybe this needs to be talked about. Oh, Oh. I have a feeling that, Oh, maybe we're ready for this. Maybe it's like, maybe we're ready for this. Like, you know, how come, how come my back is always so issue? How come my knees are so issue? So anyway, I just have this feeling. Yeah. But then sometimes, sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm not. Yeah. 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 Wow. Awesome. It, the very, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but the very first, cause when you were talking about the uterus, the very first time that, that I understood energy work, cause I think I used to think like, you know, it's kind of foo foo and none of that makes any sense when I was going to acupuncture school, because as you know, I lost my daughter in a car accident and it was, Three, so four years after her accident, and we're coming very close to graduating. And it was the first time I had this condition with my hands. It was like it wasn't eczema or psoriasis, but something very similar to that. Yep. yep. And I mean, it got to the point where I couldn't feel the needles in my hands. Oh, so I could, and I'm getting ready to graduate, but I couldn't feel the needles. I couldn't hold them. They would slip through my fingers because I couldn't tell how, and it wasn't a neurological, it was completely skin. Yep. So I had all the best Chinese doctors the best Chinese formulas. I mean, Chinese doctors that were trained and generations of of doctors in their family, giving me topicals, herbals, um, needles, my hands would not change. They would not change. It was an American um, acupuncturist who asked me, first time anybody in my entire life ever asked me, what do you think is going on with you? And how, I must've been 46, six, seven, eight, something like that, or maybe right around 50 anyways. And it totally threw me back. Like somebody's asking me, like, I don't even know because we're so trained for us to go to somebody else, especially like Western doctors that tell me what it is. And you fix it for me. The same thing when I was having that lung thing. Right. So I told her, I, I said, I, I think it's grief over my daughter, but lose right. Cause again, oh. I think it's the grief from losing my daughter. So the formula that they came up with, and she went straight on what I said. So the formula they, that they came up with is a fertility formula that we use for women. And it's, I, I don't remember the Chinese name right offhand, but it warms the womb, the baby palace, right? So it's not exactly the uterus, but we're all in the Absolutely. same area. Yeah. And it warms the womb. And when she wrote down the prescription, it's like, uh, that's for fertility. And I don't know why you want me to take a fertility herb. And she said, the reason this is happening to your hands, it's the shock and the trauma because you and your daughter are still energetically connected, but that uterus, that womb is cold because of the shock to it. So we need to warm it up. So we're not using it as a fertility, but we're using this to warm the womb. And then from there, that energy and that yin will push out into the extremities and will clear up your hands. And within one week, my hands completely cleared up. Then we tweaked it and it got messed up and we had to do some different stuff, but it was amazing. And I thought that that's crazy. That's BS. There's no way that this is going to work, but I had to trust her because I was at my wits end with this. Yeah. And it was completely emotional, completely locked up in the womb. Yeah. Right. So, and I think for women, there are so many things that go on and, and with the breasts. I mean, we know that women who have been traumatized, sexually molested, any of that type of stuff. Many times it's cancer that comes in the breast and things that are happening in the womb, cervix, vagina, all of that stuff. Talk about your father. Mm. Talk about your brother. Oh yeah. Yeah. My brother who has, he's in, he just had a liver transplant, just had a liver transplant. And 
had a lot of anger, had a lot of anger mm -hmm. for a lot of his life. So not only did that liver um, need the transplant because of damage, I mean, he was like at stage four into five. He was not, I mean, it was a necessity for him to like, what is it, the Mel, isn't it the Mel scale, where he was top of the list to get the next transplant. But that liver even shrunk. It was almost like that liver was saying, mm -hmm. I can't even be angry nope. anymore. Nope. I cannot carry this anger and resentment. So I just have to kind of release myself from all of this because it affects all of our organs, emotion. every emotion. Oh, it's just an emotion. Oh, oh my, my God. Goodness. Yes. No. I really feel that people, if they work on their minds, they can heal their physical body. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's huge. Yes. Totally. It's, it's an energy. Mm -hmm. So yeah. anybody wants to go out there, I highly recommend um, going to Joe Dispenza. You know, Joe Dispenza, oh, how yeah. he healed his body. Absolutely. Through meditation, yep. visualize his body. It's just a mind. Oh, no, it's yeah. physical. Absolutely it is. So we need to stop thinking that we can go to a doctor and have him taken a pill to help us. No, you're putting a freaking Band-Aid on it. Absolutely. And you're what never getting. No. Yeah, you have no. to get to that root cause. And what is the thing that, that is causing it? And how do I heal from that? And how yeah. do I move on? Yeah. So I know you spoke of feeling confident and feeling calmer yeah. since doing the, the QNRT. Yeah. What else have you? Oh, the other big thing is there's a different relationship with you and your husband, right? Like you guys have Absolutely. this different kind, how you are with him, mm -hmm. right? From, from going through this. I'm not afraid of voicing myself but doesn't mean i'm voicing it in an anger way but yeah. i'm kind of more teasing i'm more joyful i'm i know my energy is different we just celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary down in saint lucia we were like honeymooners down oh, there it's like yeah. holding hands and yeah and i know he's noticed it too yeah he won't say it yeah but you know men usually don't so they i know they're they're kind of their own breed right <laughs> i know you know what? I I am loving myself yes. finally. Yes. Yes. And then when I love myself, I can love others too. Absolutely. And when I love myself, I can put make boundaries. Yeah. It's like, no, you, you can't cross that boundary. You know yeah. what? I can say it in a nice maybe in a nice way, but I'm not even saying it. I'm just no, it's not happening to me. I, I don't allow that. Absolutely. And using that powerful voice in a way that empowers you, not to hurt another no, person, but it empowers no. you yeah. and you get to set that boundary yeah. and you get to be able to voice whatever the concern is with your husband instead of being back, yes. not saying anything, shoving it down, yes. shoving that emotion down and then yes. allowing it because it's going to come up. It's going to show up somewhere in you physically, somewhere down the yeah. road in all of us. And then another thing, I'm really jumping off the subject here, but now I'm doing more um, um, intermittent fasting. Okay. And before it's like, oh, I'm hungry. Like, shut food in, shut food yep. in. But now I am able to feel the hunger yeah. and I'm able to feel emotions with it. Isn't yeah. that really weird? But body, it's okay. It's okay. You don't need to eat every two hours. You can go hungry a little bit. Yeah. And it's helping my eating disorder. Oh, from doing the QNRT. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Because I'm not shoving stuff down anymore. Yeah. You can feel it. Yeah. Does it feel, does it feel uncomfortable? Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. But you know what though? When I experienced that, um, that third session where I was able to feel the shortness of breath, I was able to feel the uterine contractions. I was able to feel mm. the oh, stuff came up coming out. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. But it's okay. Because it's not killing me. No. And holding all of that stuff in and living your life the way you were living it wasn't fun oh, either. That was right? killing That's, me. That, that was killing isn't me. that the truth? Oh. And we'll do that. We will stay in that pattern and allow that thing to kill us or thinking to kill us or never finding the root of whatever that emotional problem was. We yeah. will let that drive us to the grave, yeah. but because we're too afraid to face ourselves or whatever that emotional thing happens to be with somebody else, because that might be painful. That pain is a hell of a lot less Way. than holding that emotional pain Way. and just pushing through all of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I yeah. know. So there's different things, you know, I'm always working on. And then my husband goes, well, you know, that's just the, the aging process. Like, a, no, no it's not. I don't accept that. Right. No, there's a reason. So you know, absolutely. You know, I'm a huge work in progress still, but yeah, it, it's, good. A, it's a good work in progress. Absolutely. It's feeling more comfortable. 
Yeah. It's feeling more loving to myself. Mm. Isn't that weird? It's wonderful because that's taken a long time for you to get there. I know. I've always been so mean to myself. You have. And I feel like at one time we talked about mirror work and I could be wrong. So correct me if I'm wrong. Where you looked in the mirror. I don't remember if we ever talked about this. Looking in the mirror and saying to yourself, I love you, Sandy. Right. Were you able to do that or not Uh, able to do that? It took a while. Yeah. Can you do that now? I haven't done it for a while. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. (laughs) It'll be interesting for you to try that. And right. Because I think that that place, like being in that place of self-love is just, it's just magnificent. It's a place, this beautiful gift, this beautiful life, this beautiful vessel that we have that houses our soul while we're down here. And it's not arrogant. Not at all. No, it's not not arrogant. No. But I think when you love yourself, you give off a different energy to people yes, too. Yes, you do. Yes, you yeah. do. And I think yeah. that's probably what's happening between my husband and I. I think he just feels it differently. Yeah. Yeah. And then as my daughter, my daughter and I get along so well now too, which is wonderful. Well, before we didn't. So getting to a place where you can love yourself and accept yeah. yourself, but still not being arrogant about it. Absolutely. No. Yeah. 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 Yep. Very different loving yourself and even going so far as to say being in love with yourself because we didn't create this body. We didn't create us. We didn't create anything that's happening in here. It's this beautiful gift. And why would we not love that? But I think it kind of gets taught out of us that it is arrogant, that it is egotistical for saying, oh, I love me. It's just like, no, no, you have to come from this place of no. love to be able to share it with anybody else and to be able to help and heal anybody else. And I wouldn't say that in front of anybody except for you. Yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah. I love myself. I yeah. mean, I probably wouldn't even kindly say it in front of my husband. Yeah. But, but in front of you, though, you're safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you be comfortable saying, I love my life? Would that, would that be hard to say? It would. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. I know. I just don't. That's uncomfortable, isn't it? Yeah. It, isn't it funny? It's just right. So, I mean, it, it's just because I say that there's so many times during a day that I will just say, not every sin. There's day like I have crap too. We yeah. all do. Yeah. I mean, there's days that there's days like, oh my God, it's effort to get out of bed. I don't want to get out of bed today. And, yeah. and there's reasons for all of that stuff. And again, it's going to go right back to emotional something. And it's going to go right back to, I'm know. expecting today to be very similar to yesterday. And yesterday Ooh. wasn't all that thrilling. No. So what the hell no. do I want to get up today? for. But, and those are few and far between. I don't have those often, or I can catch it much quicker and I can shift that around. But I would say most of the time I say, I love my life. I am so in love with me and I am so in love with my life and not, and it took me a long time to get to that place. I remember being a kid and I was in my bathroom. We had a, like one of those medicine cabinets. We had a mirror. So there was a like perpendicular to each other, two mirrors. So you could open up the medicine cabinet and then you could see your profile. And I was in just checking myself out. You know, how do I look at 16 before I'm going out for the night or whatever it was. And my dad walked by and said, close that mirror and quit being so egotistical. Really? So it was just like, oh, like you're not even supposed to ever look at yourself and say, you know, but that's what we strive for. We put our makeup on so we can look good. We fix our hair so we can look good. We do these things and it's all of this misinformation. I mean, it's counter to what we think we're supposed to do and what we hear from the outside world. And it's no wonder we're so screwed up because of all of these mixed messages that we get. But, But when I say, I love me, so much. And it was weird. The first time I said that, it was just like, ooh, completely egotistical. Mm-hmm. And it dawned on me, no, it's not. Because it's not even me in the sense that this physical body and my soul needs this physical body mm-hmm. for me to have these five senses to carry myself around. But I didn't make me. I didn't make me. This was a gift from God, from spirit, from universe, however we want to look at that. This was a gift that was given to me and my beautiful soul gets to hang out in here. I didn't make my soul either. So it's just like if the most powerful energy person in this universe gives us this beautiful gift and we just say, ew, it's ugly. It's stupid. It's dumb. This isn't the one I want. I just, to me, I just, I just see God just sad. Just like, Oh, my child, I gave you this most beautiful thing and it doesn't please you at all. And it's the biggest gift. It's the, it's the biggest blessing you could ever have. So when I say, God, I love being me, 
I mean that. And it, you can feel that heart space just open up yeah. just like, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. And then it seems like beautiful things continue to happen throughout the day. Yeah. The right person oh. shows up in the day or, you know, the, there's traffic and it's crazy getting to wherever you're going. And it's just like, all of a sudden there's no traffic on the road. Like, what's this? Like, like Moses just parted the Red Sea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's it. on my way to work in the morning. I try to think about 10 things that I'm so grateful for. And a lot of times, it's my car. I love my car. Yeah. And then um, I'm just trying to be more grateful. And I know the more I'm grateful, the more I love things and the more things show up that I do love. Yes. So I am not where you are. I am a work in progress, but I know I'm really starting to love my soul yes. that has been there and yes. I'm working on the body part. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, right. Yeah. Cause it is, we're all a work in progress, Sandy, yeah. right? I don't, yeah. anybody who says, Ooh, I'm, I'm there. I've made it. They're it, full of crap. Absolutely. They are, are they completely oblivious to what yeah. the next level of their life is. And it was a lot of work. And, and here was the oh. blessing. It was because of my daughter's death that I was able to, to find something else. And it's, Blessings show up in the craziest of ways. Absolutely. And I will always be a work in progress. I'm not anywhere close to where I want to be. I mean, it's yeah. like I could tell you about an argument that I just had with my husband that he's just dumbfounded going like, I don't understand why you're pissed off. And he's like, because you're yeah. so stupid. How can you not get this, <laughs> right? It's just like... I guess I am stupid because I have no idea. And I'm thinking, well, I have a point. I don't know exactly what my point is, but yeah. I'm mad at you. And you should yeah. just understand that I'm mad at you. Yeah. But the part of when you're in gratitude, because that gratitude is harmonious with abundance and it just brings in, and I don't mean financial, like it can be financial yeah. abundance, yeah. but it's but, abundance of love. It's abundance of feeling well. It's abundance of knowing you, feeling, loving yourself, abundance of beautiful plants, abundance of beautiful trees, abundance of blue skies, everything. That is love and happiness. Yes. So last week when I was telling you about my daughter, she was having some issues with her fiance and she goes, here I am in this beautiful, beautiful home and I'm unhappy. Yeah. I mean, she has all oh. these monetary things around her, but she has this hurt. Yeah. So it's the soul, it's the body, it's the energy, it's the that is bringing love. That's absolutely. And speaking of, um, you know, I was down at, um, in St. Lucia last week and there's a lot, a lot of poverty, mm. but you know what? A lot of these people, they're, they're happy. Yeah. They're happy. Yeah. They're smiling. You're living in a shack. Yeah. You're happy. Yeah. I know it's that. And, and it's, it's work. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And choosing and choosing to be happy and choosing to for gratitude and choosing. Yeah. I am not thinking about this negative stuff. Stop, move on, you know, erase yeah. that. It's like turning off a light switch, right? Absolutely. Oh, there I am again in that negative mindset. Yeah. Turn it off. I can think of something positive. Absolutely. I have to do that about a hundred times a day. Yeah. And the good news is, is you're aware of that. Cause if you're not aware of that, then that thought runs your whole entire day. Mm -hmm. And so many people are not even aware of that oh. negative thought that's running yeah. their life and they're pissed off. Yeah. And it's like, what are you pissed about? And it's just like, yeah. oh, the, whole, the life just sucks. The whole world sucks. Like, well, what wow. part of it in your life sucks? And they yeah. can't identify it. It's usually something that it's out here and that's what sucks. Cause I don't even know. I'm not even present to me. I don't even know what, why I'm in such a bad mood. So when we're aware of it, even if it's the crappy stuff that's coming up, at least we're aware of it. And that's when we can shift it and change it and then really begin designing our life in the direction of what it is that we really want to bring into our life. And sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we don't know. We don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We don't realize how we're just stuck in the mud. Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't realize that. And then so that I'm keeping going back to QNRT, but that's a, it's kind of a realization like, oh my gosh, yeah, really that happened? Oh yeah. And it also kind of jostles your mind a little bit. You don't mm. realize that was in there. It's like, what happened when I was 15? It's like, oh, oh, then you remember that, release yeah. it and move on. Yeah. yeah. So, the, yeah. so your soul can get out of the web so it, it can get out of the corner, it can get out of the darkness yeah. and show itself. Absolutely. And then I think it really feels like it's talking to me more. Ooh, I hear it more. Yeah. Don't you think? Absolutely. Like three or four words, mm -hmm. non-judgmental, yeah. not, not dramatic at all. It's just like those three or four words. Yeah. And that is what you listen to. Mm. But sometimes you don't want to like pick that up. Yeah. Pick it up. Well, yeah. not mine. Pick it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Close that door. I didn't open that door. Close the door. 
Just that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So and when you listen to it and you follow it, don't you find that everything in your mm -hmm. life for that day, for those moments moving forward yeah. is smoother and easier Yeah. that you're not in this yeah. fight to get upstream, that you're in that flow of yeah. moving along with the yeah. energy. And no, no there's a huge plan it. for you. Yeah. There's another huge plan for you. Absolutely. There's always plans for you. He's, he wants you to go there. Yeah. But you got to listen to him Absolutely. and he's got to trust you. Yeah. So he gives you those little tests, like pick it up, pick up, pick up that piece of paper. Yeah. You know, close that door. Um, you know, say 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 something nice to that person. Just say, hey, "Those are really cool shoes." Well, I don't want to. Well, I'm telling you to, to go say that those are nice shoes. Yeah. So I do. Yeah. So yeah. he'll give you some bigger stuff, but he yeah. can test you with the little stuff first. Absolutely. So he can trust you. Yeah. You know, it's funny because just today I was changing clothes and I threw something on the bed instead of hanging it up, and I walked out of my bedroom and I heard go hang it up. And it's like, I'll get it when I come. And I'm really saying this out loud. Yeah, I'll yeah. get it when I come home. Nope. And I go someplace, wherever I went in my house and I hear it again, yep. go hang that up. And it's like, no, I'll get it when I come home. Again, saying this out loud. Finally, like a little kid, I stomp my foot and I go, fine. And I go back yep. there and I hang it up. Yep. And it's just yep. like, because it will keep nagging at you and nagging yep. at you. So if yep. you can get those little ones in, go hang it up. Yep. Three yes. or four words. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And it happens all the time. If we're aware of it and if we answer that, sometimes we won't see what that outcome of that is. Maybe yeah. we will never know what the outcome of that is, yeah. but all of it adds up Huge. to something else. Yes. Like this morning, make the bed. Yeah. Well, I don't want to make the bed. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. It bothers my husband. Make the bed. Right. Make right. the bed. Yep. Three words. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And have you ever not made the bed just because you wanted to bother your husband? Like it was a deliberate thing? Yeah. It doesn't bug me. Yeah. I, I'm, no. If, if he wants it made up, then he yeah. can make up the yeah. damn bed. I'm not then, making it up. Then it bugs me the rest of the day. Isn't that funny? Right. So yeah. that little thing mm -hmm. then will bug us for the whole rest of the day. Yeah. And all that does then, because of the way that the yeah. reticular activating system yeah. Look, yeah. works, now yeah. I will look for everything else that bugs me throughout the day. What else am I in alignment with that is bugging me? And yep. at the end of the day, it's just like, well, this was a crappy day. Yeah. And we completely brought it on ourselves. I agree. He puts Amazing. you in the alignment when you yes. listen to it. Yes. Right? Yeah. That is your soul talking yeah. to you. Absolutely. Testing you. Yep. I'll yep. give you more, but I, you got to do what I say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always good stuff. It, yeah. We just have to recognize that it's never working against yep. us. It's always working yep. for us. I feel it's been like, a, like an ego crusher. Yeah. Crush the ego a little bit. Listen to me. I know what's going on. Yeah. Listen to me and your, your life will be much more easier, yeah. happier. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, then look, you're, you are living proof of that because in the time that I have known you, so many shifts and changes for you and your life is so much easier and it is so much better and you are so much happier and you just look good. Aww. You look so good. I swear you have not, ate. it's not like I've known you for 15 years. Yeah. I think we've known each other. What'd we figure out? Is it five? Oh, Is it more than five. that? Yeah. When did you first start acupuncture? Thir uh, 2013. That's probably because so you still had a piece of paper. You had a piece of paper with you. It was like, oh, I have to look at my piece of paper. Oh. <laughs> I think you were just out. Oh, it could have been. Yeah. It could have been. So yeah, 12, 2012 is when I got done with school. Yeah. I graduated in 2012. So, so 2013. Oh. So it's been, yeah. Yeah. I look, but you have not aged. Oh. Yeah. You look fabulous. Aww, you look you. fabulous. Thank but I think that's what, hap what happens when we're healing the inside, that it shows up on the outside. Because you can see people, you look at them and you know that Either they're not in a good place in their mind, body, spirit, or, or the world has just been very hard on them and they haven't found a way to be able to reconcile with that or, or to work through that. And then you can see, because there's a difference between having, there's a natural beauty, but that's not what I'm talking about. There's that inner glow that comes when people are living their life and it's on purpose with meaning and with passion. And you can see that on the face. And you can feel it. Absolutely, you can. Yeah. And you can see yeah. it and feel it with you. Oh, thank you. I can yeah. with you too, though, Nada. Oh, I've always it. been a safe spot, safe, oh. safe haven. Yeah. Oh, I know you're a lovely, beautiful oh. soul, and you exude it too. You oh. know, isn't that funny how your life really sucked so yeah. bad? Yeah. And then now look where it's come. I know my life really sucked too. Yeah. It did, even though I had yeah. all these monetary things around me, but I, I had a dark soul. Yeah. And it's no longer dark. No. 
No. But it's not easy. It isn't. But you got to be willing to change. Absolutely. You have to change. Right. Because the opposite of, of that is you just continue living and going yeah. down this path that's getting you nowhere yeah. and you feel miserable. You go to bed feeling miserable yeah. and you wake up yeah. feeling miserable. Yeah. 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 So it's not easy, but it's worth it. You got to change. Yeah. yeah. And you are living proof of it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I adore you. I adore oh, you. Thank you. And Linda. I love that you are so open and willing to share really deep and personal things and being vulnerable in that because I really do think that if everybody is able to really share their story and say it it wasn't easy there was a lot of crap there was a lot of pain and I'm still working through all of it will I ever get through all of it I don't know but am I way happier today than I was a year ago hell yeah Yeah. then it's worth it because all of us have a story and it gives somebody else permission to say I can own what happened to me and and I know that my life can get better because I've just heard Sandy talk about her life and things that happened to her and her life is so much better now. I mean, just like the physical stuff that was going on with Greta that, God, I have no idea what this is, but maybe I want to check in with QNRT. Mm-hmm. And so we can, and this will be on the show notes. So if, if people are driving and listening and they yep. want to know how to contact the practitioner you were with, right. her name is? Jody J-O-D-I. J-O-D-I, lawyer, L-A-W-Y-E-R. She's in um, um, Minneapolis area, and she's on. she's got a beautiful um, website, Helix. I would spend my next bonus. I would do something to do this, and I'm trying to send my niece, who's mm. had some issues in, with trauma, too, to her. And I think everyone needs to go see her. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. You know, maybe it's just three or four sessions. One session will not do it. Yeah. No, no you've got to invest and it's yeah. worth it. But it's like the one, the one session is like going to get the shovel to go over to the place where you're going to start digging, but you're yeah. not, you're not going to oh, get no. like, well, you're, I went in one session and no, nothing happens. Like you're no. only holding the shovel. You're not doing you're, any of the you're work. You're doing the surface work. Yeah. And there, and when your body's ready, it'll, it'll get the deep stuff. Yeah. But you need a shovel and you need a pick and you need a wheelbarrow and you need a place to dump it. And that yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And she's loving and supporting and safe. And, and that's safe. the most important thing highly is that you feel her. safe with this. Highly, with highly recommend her. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I love you. And I'm going to give you a, a, a hug. Mm-hmm. Although nobody can see that beautiful hug. And you've just been such a blessing oh, in my life. Thank you so and much, I will always be grateful. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Because it was because of your pain that I got to meet you and it makes me want to cry. Yeah. But isn't that it? It's just like, it's the pain that always gets us to that place yep. of, of our greatness and our awareness and just a beautiful life. So I am sorry for the traumas and the things that yeah, happened in your life. And you I'm grateful that I got to meet you because of that. Yeah. 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 I love you. Oh, I adore you. you. So we will be back again. And oh. who knows, you and I yeah. might show up and do this one more time because <laughs> we have fun conversations. And the information for Jody Lawyer will be on the show notes and on the website. So people will be able to um, contact her with her website. And um, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, I appreciate Nina. it. Yeah, absolutely. And until next week, uh, much love to everybody. Be safe this week. And thank you for being here. Bye-bye. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information that you can use right away. If you like what you've heard here, please subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget to rate and review right there on iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.